So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast, episode 133 for January 28th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week we have Earl Gray the Third, Third, Earl Third, the Gray Third. Just, you you know it. I'm just thirds it's, all around. Yes, exactly. Are you gonna Are you gonna have a son and name him Earl Gray the Third as well? Well, at this at that point, wouldn't it be Earl Gray Cubed? <laughs> yes, exactly. You're uh. <laughs> To the third power. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I, I I would make him the fourth, because I've never met a fourth, and I may as well make one. Yeah, I've never met... Like, you, you always see, like, thirds, and then, that like, they, they branch off. They always call it quits, yeah. You need to just keep keep that trend going. Well, I, I'm sort of psyched, because this year is, 19, is, is 2018, and my grandfather, the first Earl Grey, was born in 1918. Oh, perfect. So... It's a century's worth of Earl Greys roaming the earth. Let's. Are is your grandpa still alive? No, he died like eighteen years ago. 16. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. He's he he lived a good life. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah. So if you if you got a woman pregnant this year, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> on the centennial of the it could be I have the centennial edition Earl Grey, like a special edition car or something. I figure you'd probably have to get a girlfriend at that point. I don't know if you have one. So uh, no, it's currently um, in the market. So, ladies, if you're listening, uh, ex- exactly. I'm very surprised. Or, or theoretically, you could just go up to women at cons and be like, "Hey, it's been a hundred years, and right. I'm trying to have another me, so that there's four. <laughs> Would that be cool? And then that could be your pickup line." Hey, this is a convention. You could do a lot worse. That's true. Conventions you know? are are weird. I remember one at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. There's a girl that dresses up at uh, like uh, Navi from Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time every year. Okay. And my friend Ricky went up to her and he's like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And then she like he he tried to like stand next to her and she like mm-hmm. moved like three feet back. She was like, uh, let's not stand close to each other, please. How strange. Yeah, I was like, this is the whole, like, she she doesn't do anything. She just walks around right. with her sign that says, hey, listen, and then tries to get people to notice her so that they could get pictures. And then when people ask her for pictures, she doesn't want to stand next to them. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Yeah, a little weird. Oh, odd. well. Uh, so you had something you want to talk about. What games have you been playing? Well, I have entered the 21st century. Oh, good. You got an Atari. I did. I got an Atari 7800. Uh, No, (laughs) I got got a Nintendo Switch. Oh, good. Good. You're getting good games for it. I I bought a few. I've uh, I've got Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. uh, Mario Mario Odyssey, yes. And I have beat Bowser the first time. And the thing that I had heard on the internet was people said, you know, the game really begins after the credits roll. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, just cheesy gamer hype, especially coming from Nintendo fans. Like, I like Nintendo games. Nintendo fans, however... Not so much. Not so much, yes. 
And uh, they, I got to hand it to them. They were right with this one. Have you played Odyssey at all? I have Odyssey, but I haven't played it very much. Okay. There is a ton to do. Like, I have... I mean, I've heard the Zelda. I haven't played the new Zelda game. I've heard that that's incredibly expansive. Right, right. You're just not going to run out of stuff to do with that one. It seems like a very similar thing with Odyssey. Because uh, imagine it's Mario 64. Now, in Mario 64, there's, uh, what, 120 stars? Yeah. And then, okay, so imagine if that was the case, and then after you get 120 stars, they're like, okay, there are 240 more. Right, like, and and what happens with Mario Odyssey, if I can interrupt you for a moment, yeah. is that when you go back to the places that you had went to previously, ch- like things change about, like the environments are completely different. Yes, from what there's, I heard, there's well, there things are altered in the environments. Yeah, uh, there's different paths that go places. There are you know new pipes that go into different underground segments, stuff like that. And some of the underground segments are different puzzles. What I was really impressed with is you have this hat, this talking hat called right. Happy. Yeah. Which, which I thought might be annoying. Like, going in, I was like, I'm prepared to be annoyed by this. and just sort of, no, honestly, not that bad. In fact, rather enjoyable. But nice move on Nintendo's part. If you are going into a bonus room or a pipe or something like that, and you've already gotten both of the power moons in it, because each one has two, Cappy will be like, I don't think there's anything else for us to get here, which is fantastic because then you're not just wasting your time. Right. That's good. Because there's there's so many challenges that it's really easy to lose track of what you've done and what you haven't. Right. So I'm impressed. Uh, if not for the fact that I bought it this year, I would have it would have been a contender for a game of the year last year for me. Well, it yeah, probably still it probably still would have lost to Yakuza Zero because I love Yakuza, but it would have been a true contender. I should play a Yakuza game, you know, ever. I recommend it. They're they're a lot of fun. They're I've heard good things, but I have so many games to play. Yeah, but these are budget titles now. Like I think Zero is down in price to like thirty bucks and Kiwami launched at thirty in a steelbook. Ooh. So I know. Yeah. And it's like actually really well done. That's good. But they're they're fun game. Zero is better than Kiwami, I think. Zero is just Zero is everything I've wanted in a video game as an adult, and yeah. now I have it. Good. Uh, have you played anything else on your Switch? I played Blaster Master Zero. That one's actually uh, which, pretty good, but too easy. Uh, yes. Too easy, uh, but well done. I really like the music. I was impressed by the music and the presentation overall. But yeah, it was a bit easy. Uh, I played a little bit less than a half hour of Golf Story. Okay. Which, it's a golf RPG. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So, did you ever play Mario Golf for the Game Boy Color? Uh, no, but go okay. on. That's really great. So, it's a golf RPG in the fact that, like, for every hole you get, you get experience points. And if you get, you know, a hole in one, you get more experience points. And then when you level up, you get to decide which aspect of your golfing skills you want to level up. Like, you want it to be drive, your ability to putt, your accuracy stuff like that. And you walk around, it's sort of like a, a top-down Dragon Quest-style area. Right. Different different greens, and people are like issue, issuing you challenges. Like, I'm at the first golf course right now, and it's a lot of trainers, and it's a really clever way to do a tutorial 
because they've disguised it so well. You walk around to these greens and these people are frustrated that they can't hit a ball in a certain way. Like this one guy's stuck in the sand trap and he goes, I know I'm supposed to use the sand wedge, but for the life of me, I can't get this ball out. Oh, I see. And then you try, and then you use the sand wedge and you get the ball out and he's like, oh, thank you. And then you get money and experience. Like it's pretty clever. So you're telling me it's uh, it's the Pokemon card game for the the Game Boy. See, I've not played that. See, it's it's similar in the okay. fact that you walk around and you find other people who are also playing card games, and you talk to them, and then you battle cards against them. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into my own uh, personal stereotype here. That sounds a lot like. Uh, SNK versus Capcom Card Fighters Clash for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. It probably is the same Which, exact thing. Yeah, it's 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 a card game, and okay, yeah, You're because a dork. you know there's some sort of some sort of law that says I can't play the normal thing. I know. I need to get um I need to get a Neo Geo anything. I want to get a Neo Geo like AVS, but that is way out of my price range. Yeah, what you what you should do is you should buy an old arcade board and consoleize it. That's surprisingly easy to do. Yeah, you know the, and that's a good idea. But then also, I would have to buy the games, and the games are very expensive. Yes, but now, due to the internet, you can be a dirty, dirty pirate that's and true. buy the one hundred sixty-one in one multi-card. Oh, it doesn't, have, it doesn't have every game, but it's got a heck of a lot of them. There's also the um, EverDrive. They have a new EverDrive that's <laughs> yeah, for the AVS. Oh, it's only five hundred bucks. <laughs> You know, sadly, that is cheap. <laughs> I know it is, because I, I have a Neo Geo, and I collected it for a while, and it really skews your sense of price. Yes. You know? Because you're like, oh my gosh, you tell your friends, I got a really great deal on, let's say, Baseball Stars 2, and this is a true story, and he's like, how much did you pay? I'm like, only 130 bucks. <laughs> yes. he's like, yeah, only $130. And... Honestly, Baseball Stars 2, fantastic game. Totally worth $130. Yeah. I've gotten $130 worth of enjoyment out of it, but you do end up saying, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> you know. So so did you get Windjammers? I have that on... Well, do you mean on the Neo Geo or the... On the Neo Geo. I have it for the MVS. That's the disc-based so, one, right? Mm, that's, the, that's the arcade system. Oh, okay, okay. So the AES is the home console. Yes, and the MVS is the arcade system. The CD, uh, New Geo CD, is the disc-based one. Okay. But what I have, I have a MVS to AES adapter. Yeah. So you can play MVS games on your AES. I see. And that, and that was only two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, only yes. Good. But it's Good. technically paid for itself because of how much less expensive MVS games are. Yeah, it's so Neo collecting for the Neo Geo is definitely. Really weird because I didn't even know about the Neo Geo home console until a few years ago. Well, okay. like a decade ago. Because sure. when I was a kid, like you never saw it advertised, you never saw it in stores. No, so, I like, I didn't know. I was like, wait, they had a home console? Because I remember playing Neo Geo games at the arcade, mm-hmm. but just never actually seeing a home console version same thing with the turbo graphics i never knew about the turbo graphics until like a decade ago yeah i grew up in a small town so yeah if it wasn't the main thing like i i had a master system growing up 
that somebody had uh, gifted to us with two games. And that's what I have before an SNES. And, like, nobody had ever heard of one. Like, no. all my friends. And their older siblings, too. I'd be like, I have a Sega. And they're like, oh, cool, Genesis would be like, no, it's the Master System. Oh, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. Because as a kid, <laughs> I didn't know how to articulate it. It's uh, it's a, it's Nintendo. I play Hang on an Astro Warrior, and that's it. Yep. I I remember having like the Sega Genesis, regular Nintendo, nothing unique when I was a kid, except I did have a Commodore sixty four, but the, that's the most, the most sold single computer ever. So I'm pretty sure everyone yeah. had one. Sure. So. Yeah, I didn't have anything really unique that, like, nobody really had. But I do have, like, a fondness for obscure things. So, like... So um, do I. Like, I, my, my neighbor had uh, a Laserdisc player when I was a kid. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Well, yeah. And and so now I have a Laserdisc player that I got for free from work. So I'm super I didn't know you had one of those. I just got one. Yeah, I just got one nice. last month. Yeah, Are and, they awesome? They are great. I bought Star Wars on it. Nice. It was uh, only so $85. Did you buy, like, the box set? Yeah, the box set with the book. That's Because con- that's considered, like, the best version to own. It is. It is the best it's version the, to own. It's the highest resolution with the best sound of the original Uncut Trilogy. Yes, but it's also in CAV format instead of CLV format. Oh, so you have to flip it like every half hour yes you have to flip it every half hour and there's like a million discs uh i think there's four discs per movie oh my gosh (laughs) or something like that because there's a lot of extras and stuff yeah well which is awesome no i have a laser disc player and uh i love it because uh you can buy those if you find them physically anywhere they're like a dollar a piece yeah so if you ever want to explore movies, it's great, but shipping is obviously very expensive because laser laser discs are super heavy. They're yeah, they're half a pound a piece. Huh? I didn't. I never actually weighed one. Uh, I've I've read a lot about them. That was part of the reason why they didn't sell well because they were big, and they're half okay. a pound a piece. Um, if but you, there's tons in Japan. There are there are because yeah. Japan actually they're like beautiful. Yes, they they're great. Anyway. Um, I also got a VCR from work at when we moved. So I got a Laserdisc and a VCR, and I was like, oh, Laserdisc quality is pretty all right. It's not great, but it's, you know, it's good. And then I put a VHS in, and I was like, wow, this is terrible. Yeah, Laserdisc is amazing. <laughs> yes. So uh, any other games for your Switch? Uh, well, I bought uh, Picross because I'm a big Picross fan in general. Okay. And I have... Uh, let's see, what else did I buy on cartridge? Oh, I got the Gunvolt Double Pack. Okay. Because a friend of mine uh, worked on those in Japan. My friend in Japan, Matt, worked on those. And I haven't played them yet because I told myself I was going to really sink my time into each Switch game before I moved on to the next. Because I didn't want to be like my PS4, where I just have this giant backlog. Yeah. And then I bought uh, Cave Story. Because that's just a great game. Have you played that before? Uh, I played Cave Story Plus, yes. Okay, then yeah, same thing. Um, I bought that because that got a Switch release. And then this game that I'm really looking forward to playing called It'll Do 2 Plus, I believe. Have you heard of that one? No. It's like a more puzzle-based 
Zelda style game. Oh. Like the old Zelda ones, top down. And it's called It'll Do. It'll Do. That yeah. sounds like anytime I get a girlfriend, eh, it'll do. <laughs> That's what they yeah. say about me, yeah. It's the uh, sequel to my favorite line from Babe, That'll Do. That'll right, do. right, right. That'll, that'll do, do pick, right. yeah. Um, it's also but, it was also a line in uh in Zombieland, I think, right? I only saw Zombieland once. I think at the end he he says that'll do, pig. That's pretty I, great. I want to say, I'll say he just said that. But but it looks pretty interesting. I look forward to playing it. Uh, I recently because I I was gifted a, a significant and very kind gift card to Best Buy from some friends. So I used uh, some of the, I used that to buy a Switch with some extra money, and I also got that Best Buy Gamers Club thing. Yeah, where it's twenty percent off new games, which is pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I usually go with Amazon for games, but if there's a game that like has a first pressing special edition, like Cave Story Plus, comes with a little soundtrack, and that's got a great soundtrack. You know, I'd rather buy it in person so I can check to see, oh, does it have this thing with it versus ordering something online. You know, years ago, I was like, oh, great. The Sly Cooper collection for PS3. What a great deal. $10. And I got a gosh darn code in the mail. A gosh darn code. Gosh darn code. I mean, it worked. The code worked. But like, I don't. Why would I? Why would I buy that instead of just going on PSN? You know? So. Yeah. But uh, those are the games I have. I haven't, haven't played them yet. Okay. I have played a little bit of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and um, I'm terrible. I'm f- I'm awful at it now, so far. Is that like it's is it an, it's an online type thing, right? It's an online 2D fighter. Okay. Now is it like a one v one thing or? Uh, it's one v one, but they also it's team fighting too. Okay. I've noticed. So you can have um, teams of up to three people, kind of like Marvel versus Capcom. Interesting, but it's three real people, right? Yes. Like so, you have three players on each side. Well, no, no, no. So for okay, maybe I don't know. But what okay. I had done was it's just I control the three, they control the three, and then we can okay. tag them. We can tag our people in and out, and I'm awful at it. And that that makes sense. I've not played a Dragon Ball Z game. Since Ultimate Battle 22 for the PlayStation. You have missed a lot of the same game. <laughs> yeah, that's the impression I get. The, the the Xenoverse games were a bit different. They were You were still playing through the same stuff, but at least they tried to make the storyline different. Okay. Uh, and Fighter Z, I've only played a little bit of it, but it seems to be... Again, the same game, but they do add, had a, have a new elements in it, like characters from uh, Dragon Ball Super, right? So, which I haven't followed. That's like the new sequel, right? Yeah, and it's going to be ending soon, from what I hear. Really? Yeah. Doesn't it have? I I thought by Dragon Ball Z measurements, you should have like another ten years in it. Yeah, I was thinking ten you or know, twelve. Yeah, like another eighty episodes to wrap up the season. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, so they have those in there and then I'm really bad at it, but I've only played a few matches, so maybe I'll get better, but probably not. I'm terrible at fighting games. Okay. And then I've also played some Monster Hunter. Oh, how is that? It's the best Monster Hunter so far that I've played. 
Okay. There's a few reasons I say that. The first reason is I've only played one of the Monster Hunter game. Okay. Because uh, I don't play um, I don't play handheld games very much. Not very. All right. I don't really like them that much. But I played the one that what was it? Monster Hunter Ultimate Tri Ultimate or something like that for okay. for the Wii U. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I didn't care for it that much. And this one seems a lot more. Uh, Monster Hunter World seems a lot more user friendly. Like it's the easiest one to get into. I was gonna say, I heard it's much more streamlined. Yeah, but it's there's still difficulty. It's not like you're just going out there and just you're gonna just be able to rush in and destroy monsters. Oh, like it still takes. It, it took me like 25 minutes to take down a giant monster. So it's okay. not like it's really easy still. So but I, isn't that sort of part of the appeal though? That, yes. You know. It's sort of like a Shadow of the Colossus in that regard. That yeah, it's that's the the fight is the reward in a way. Yeah, uh, you also get to create your character, which is awesome. So you can design your character. People are, making, people are making their house cats. I've seen. I've tried to make so for my main character. The one thing I don't like is that you can't put on as much makeup as you want. And I know that sounds okay. weird, but they they say makeup instead of face paint because ah. you can do face paint on it. And so I tried to make, um, like Sting from WWE, WCW, sure. uh, not from but the no, not from the police, which, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a story about that in a minute, but I couldn't really get it because you can only put like, you can put the white on or like the full, okay. the full face paint. And then you try to put like other face paint on and you can only put one other type of paint, like one other design. And so it was really hard to make it look like. Sting, but he's the one that's sort of like a he's an homage to the crow, right? Right, right. It's it's his crow gimmick, yeah. So I made it as close as I could. Um, somebody else might be able to make it better because they're probably more talented than I am. But uh, when I was a kid, uh, I remember because the only time I had heard of Sting was from wrestling because I don't pay attention to musics, and somebody had mentioned Sting on like tv or something i'm like oh sting's gonna be there and they're like that's a different sting I'm like but <laughs> but but wrestling sting <laughs> i just i was super confused right um i did make a, a cat i didn't make it look like a house cat or anything i just made it look like a cat and i named it i named it after one of my friends because um i'm uncreated it was either i name it after one of my friends or i name it reeton cat so that's really all i got all right. So, yeah, it's a good game. It's fun. Um, there's a lot of stuff in it that they don't explain still, which is cool. I like. Um, but they've also, they put, like, hit markers on it, so you actually know how much damage you're doing when you hit enemies. Oh, that's good. So that's helpful. Have you played any of the Monster Hunter games? I played a little bit of the one on PSP, was it? Wasn't yeah. there one on PSP? Yeah. There were a few I, on PSP, yeah, I think. Okay. I played one of those, and that was about it. I enjoyed it, but just never got into it because I didn't have a PSP at the time. It was one of those deals where a friend of mine was super into it, and he's like, dude, just check out this game. You know, it was a car ride type deal. And I played it for like an hour, and I enjoyed it, but I never ended up getting a PSP until like a year ago. So I might you. get into this one. I might buy this one, though, because this seems to be... It, the impression and, I'm getting is that this might be its break into mainstream. Yeah, and and you could play with your good friend Reeton. Aha! 
Yeah. On PS4? Yes, on, on PS4. Xbox? It's on Xbox One as well, I think. Okay. It's going to be coming out for PC, but you don't have a real PC, so... I do not. No. So, and... um. I don't have it on Xbox One because I all my friends have PS4, so I was like, the most chance I'm going to have to play this game with a friend is on PS4. Right. But I hate my friends sometimes because, sure. like, we'll get games and, like, I'll buy, I'll even buy them. I bought my friends' games, like, when they're on sale. I'm like, play this game with me. And they're like, yeah. And then they go and play it with their other friends. <laughs> awful that happened with divinity divinity 2 i bought it and i bought it on gog and my friend picked it up and i'm like yeah we're gonna play it and then he never played with me he went and played with this other friend that he had i'm like what the hell man yeah so i was yeah i was very sad and that happens all the time so my friends suck so uh you should be my friend earl i will be your non-sucky friend okay good Please. I have a I have a birthday coming up, so I'll have uh, maybe some birthday money, and I'll pick it up then. I have some taxes coming back. Oh, yeah, I have that, too. I have to file my taxes. I, I did that last night. I got my W-2s, and I was like, yes, taxes, and I'm getting a lot more than I thought I would, but I'm still going to just use it to pay off my credit cards. Same. Yeah, because I, yep. I don't have a ton of credit card debt. It's like $2,000. All right. But... I've heard of people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm like 12000 in de- in credit card. I'm like, what the hell? Like, Yeah. I can't do and it. I understand, you know, things come up for people sometimes, but right. like, I'm always just so wary of it, you know? M- me too. I'm like, ah, I don't need to eat. Yeah. So that's a ramen <laughs> week. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yes. But now you're working. You're working, so yes. you don't have to worry about it. You can eat, hopefully. I can eat, sleep, be merry, do all that stuff. Ah, uh, you were always merry. I'm I'm a little bit merry. I am from okay. Maryland, after all. That's true. So let's get into some news stories. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know who Kim.com is? Mega Upload, right? Yeah, the Mega Upload guy. Um, He's also, like, all sorts of crazy, I think. Like, he's a smart right. guy, but, like, just every story I, story I hear of him, it sounds like he's more and more crazy. And the newest thing he's doing is suing New Zealand. Aha. Um, For a reason. So back, when was it? I forget exactly when, but exact uh, 2012. There we go. Um, Mega Upload was taken over and shut down. Because, because they wild. didn't, they, they were sharing illegal content, I believe, right? That's what it was. They like. I was. Was it a, a DMCA thing, or was it just like, like no, the, creepy it, illegal uh, stuff? According to this, it says, um, according to the BBC, Mega Upload would be worth around ten billion dollars if it were still operating today. Dot um, com owned sixty eight percent of the shares of the company, which was shut down in two thousand twelve, in a raid w- request of the FBI. Wow. Yeah. Because that's got implications there. And so um, he claims that his arrest and the subsequent shutdown of his company uh, was unlawful under the New Zealand Copyright Act. Online copyright infringement is not a crime, said Mr. Dot uh, Com, said to the BBC. Wow, that's a weird sentence there. So basically, he's suing 
Because according to the New Zealand copyright laws, theoretically, New Zealand copyright laws um, say that copyright is not a crime. So if, like, if I burn a CD there and I give you a CD, that's not criminal act. Okay. But unfortunately, it was still a worldwide thing. Because Mega Upload could be, would be in the United States, it would be in, you know, Europe, it would be everywhere because it was on the internet. Right. So it wouldn't have just been a crime in New Zealand, but it would have been, it may not have been a crime in New Zealand, but it was a crime elsewhere. So Mega Upload should have still been taken down in that right since it was everywhere or just limited to places where copyright law didn't exist. Like, I believe Puerto Puerto Rico, they don't have copyright laws. But they're Um, a U.S. They're U.S. territory, but they don't have to follow U.S. laws. So strange. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I believe. I believe they don't have to follow those particular U.S. laws. But they are part of the United States, which is crazy. Did you know that they are part of the United States? I think I just made people's intelligence go up. Do people not know that? Uh, Donald Trump didn't know that. Well, Donald Trump doesn't know a lot of things. That's true. That's true. He's, He's also the least racist person I've ever seen. And apparently the healthiest. Yeah. Incredibly healthy. That man is 200, was it 220 pounds? At 200, like six foot? 239 pounds. At, at what, six foot three? Yeah. That's, he'd be a rail if that were the case. That's true. Yes. I I weigh one, what is it, 170? All right. And I'm, uh, I'm like five foot six. All right. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. And you're anyway. an average proportion banner yeah oh, yeah I'm, I'm average pretty pretty uh, actually i'm overweight according to the uh bmi because uh the bmi is bullshit just that's another thing i just made your intelligence go up the bmi is stupid so yeah, it's kind of like figuring out wind chill it's kind of it's weird science there yeah it's like how cold is it when the wind is blowing <laughs> yeah what? <laughs> what the- <laughs> okay what if I may go off on a brief rant, okay. that's what I love about society sometimes. The fact that like we agreed to this stuff from a time when if a person was smart enough, everyone would believe them, even if it, they weren't smart about the thing they were talking about. Case in point, wind chill. You know, some guy was probably just really smart, and he's like, we're going to measure this, and I'm telling you, it's actually colder. And everybody's like, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe you know that. And they told their friends, because there's nothing else to do in 1870. And then they walk <laughs> around, and then 150 years later, we're like, man, the windshield's really making it making it cold. And this guy is just in the afterlife laughing. He's yes. Like, I fooled them. I fooled all of them. Yeah. Um, yes, because... Wind chill is dumb, but it, it does. I actually kind of agree with with wind chill, like how cold it is when it's windy. But sure. it's still like, eh. I think that we should just be like, it's this cold. It's also windy outside. Uh, put on a jacket. Yeah, that's it. Or don't leave your house if it's snowing because screw that noise. Sometimes um, I don't even leave my house when it's sunny. Yeah, me neither. I I try to avoid leaving my house as much as possible because then I have to put on pants. Sure. Which is annoying. Dot um, com may soon be extradited to the United States, where he stands to face copyright and money laundering charges. The hearing for that case is set on February twentieth. But here's the funny thing: he's suing New Zealand for six point eight 
billion dollars. New Zealand dollars or American dollars? Uh, it doesn't say. Probably New Zealand dollars. Okay. But that would, I mean, the math works out because if, if Mega Upload would be worth $10 billion and he had 68% of ch- shares. Yeah. But the problem is he's assuming that Mega Upload would be worth $10 billion. Right. And In an era where there's a lot more, many more options. There's many more options. $10 billion is a lot of money for a website where you host things. Yeah, now that everybody's got their own personal servers and clouds, you know. Yeah, I, I think it, if he would have, like, lowered his expectation, maybe $10 million, maybe. Maybe. Been like, I want $6.8 million. But no, he's saying it would be worth $10 billion with a B. Yeah, that uh, seems high. Yes. It's it that's like half of half of Jeff Bezos' network net worth. Uh, it seems like a tenth of his net worth. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I haven't kept up with old Jeff, but uh, I know according it's up there now. according to his net worth, uh, according to what I heard, he could, he could be worth one hundred billion dollars right now. That's that is one Doctor Evil. Yes, if we're using the measurement scale. <laughs> yes. So he'd be. He's literally worth a plot point in an Austin Powers movie. Ooh. Yes, he is worth $100 billion. Um, I believe Bill Gates is worth a lot of money. Is Gates still the richest guy, or is it still that? Uh, it's Bezos. It's tele- Bezos now. It's Bezos now. Wow. Yeah. Because there's a guy in Mexico that's the telecom guy. Yeah, I think I think Bill Gates is, is past him. Okay. But also, you have to think, Bill Gates gives away a lot of his money. He's giving away ninety percent of it. I mean, that's his plan. Yeah. Time. Yeah. He just doesn't. It's great. Like he just wants to give away to charity and uh, cure like polio in different countries and stuff. It's great. And, um, what's the other one? Uh, malaria. Malaria. Yes. I was at a dinner party a while ago, speaking with a girl whose job is she studies uh, the passage of viruses from one person to another. Is that yeah. pathology? Yes. I think so. And, I don't know. And she's studying malaria. And I said, you know, do you get any of that Bill Gates money? And she goes, well, we used to get about half our funding for Bill Gates. And then Trump cut back our uh, money from the government. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And she goes, so Bill Gates just gave us what we lost. And I was like, okay. So now Bill Gates just gives them money to do their job. I think my friend's sister works for the the what is it what's his wife's name melinda Melinda. Melinda yeah the bill and melinda gates foundation and my friend's sister's job is to just give away two to three million dollars a month that'd be so i see if i had that job i'd i'd be like all right guys i have one request can i get a novelty check printing machine (laughs) that would be all i want i'd be like the philanthropic philanthropic uh Publisher's Clearinghouse. Just like giant checks? It's a check. Yeah, it's a giant check. I wonder what the shipping is on one of those giant checks. Well, if I had my own printer, I wouldn't have to worry about shipping. That's true, but like if you're shipping it to somebody. Well, I think it'd be not that expensive because isn't IKEA furniture famously cheap to pack because or ship because it's all flat? Uh, possibly, it possibly is co. So I was actually talking to my uh my boss the other day about this. Is that in the nineties, they actually came up with something called dimensional weight. 
for shipping. Okay. And so what it was was beforehand, it was like they just did it based on weight. So what people would do is they'd have these giant boxes, but it only weighed like three pounds. So it didn't cost that much to ship it. And so what FedEx came out with was dimensional weight. So not only do we have to say, okay, it weighs this much, but that's why you also have to measure the box because a bigger box costs more because they have to fill up the truck. That makes sense. And so, yeah, it makes sense. So a flat check probably would be fine because it doesn't take up a huge amount of space. Right. But I'm not sure. You might have to ask. My, uh, we were talking about Laserdiscs earlier. I bought my Laserdisc player from shopgoodwill.com years ago, and it came in the largest box I've ever received in the mail in my life. <laughs> it was the size of a mini fridge. So I mean, it was well packed, but it was giant. I want to get a different Laserdisc player. I like mine, but I want to get a different one because the one I have only has composite out. Yeah. And I, I mean, want. Best you're going to get is S Video, though. Yeah, I want to get S Video out. Uh, they also have Laserdisc players that were made in like 2005 to 2009 that also had DVD capabilities. Yeah. And that those had come for a lot though. Yeah. Those were component out. So, but you, you still had to use S video out for the Laserdisc portion and then component for the DVD. Okay. Yeah. I guess there's just only so much resolution it can hold. Yeah. I mean, it still it still kind of sucks that you have to go about that way, but oh now, well, one day. I, something I haven't done yet, but I'm curious to try, is hook up my Laserdisc to my Framemeister and see if it <laughs> upscales the image at all. Do you have S-Video? I would have to check. I think I do. You could probably... Just, just brought my Laserdisc player out of storage and hooked it up again last week. You could probably get it th- I-, I was actually thinking about that i was like i should buy a frame meister for my laser disc player and then i th- i pulled back and I'm like no that's a bad idea but you could probably do it uh because frame meister does have s video in right it does and then you output to uh hdmi yep so i have a scaler it's all the scaler does is takes um s video or composite and then upscales it to hdmi it's kind of shitty but it does like thirty dollar one that's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it works. It was so. need to. I was gonna say yeah, they're they're functional for what they need to do. Yeah, uh, some of the laser discs I don't like. Uh, like the letterbox. I don't like the letterbox ones. Uh, because it's like fake widescreen. But I oh, like right. the I like the wide widescreen ones. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so we slipped <laughs> we slipped back into laser discs all the every laser- time. So, Microsoft, do you, you have an Xbox One? I do not. I have an Xbox 360. Okay. Uh, Xbox One has something called uh, Game Pass. It's $10 a month, and it allows you to play, like, 100 games. You download them to your console. You can play them as long as you have subscription. You can play them, whatever. Usually, they're older games. So, you're going to have games like Halo 5... Um, you know, it's a couple of the Forza games and then a bunch of like crappy games, but they're actually starting to release new games on the game pass because they're trying to get people to sign up for the service. So the first game that they're going to be releasing, uh, on game pass 
is Sea of Thieves. Okay. And with that, they're all re- also releasing it to PC. So if you have the Microsoft Game Pass for your Xbox Ooh. One, you're going to be able to get the games from Microsoft Game Pass on your PC. So Sea of Thieves, any new um, Halo game is going to come out. Uh, Crackdown 3, uh, the next Gears of War, Forza, all of them are going to be available for the Game Pass as long as you pay the $10 a month. And you're going to be able to get them on, download them on PC and play them on PC as well. That seems like a good deal. It seems like a great deal, and they are banking on this, I believe. Yeah, because nobody's buying an Xbox One. Well, I mean, there are people buying Xbox Ones, but they're not sure. selling as well as PS4s. I think, I, as, I know PS4s gotten to the 2-to-1 mark. Have they reached 3-to-1 yet? I think it's still 2-to-1. Okay. Which is so funny gonna... how, how a generation shifts things. I know. And there's no, like, reason why the PS4 should be doing as well as it is. Well... Like, it's a solid console, but it is doing bafflingly well. Yeah, because we have... Okay, so, like, the original Xbox sold miserably compared to the PS2. But everything sold miserably compared to the PS2. Yes. And then, cue the next generation, we have the Xbox 360 just trounced the PS3. Yeah. The Wii came out, um, beat both of them, but was kind of crappy and died. Yeah, kind of a pariah. Yeah. But the Xbox 360 destroyed the PS3. And then Microsoft got a bit arrogant and was like, oh, it's going to be great. And the Xbox One came out and PlayStation was behind. And they kind of, they made a bunch of things that made gamers happy, which of course made people want to play the PS4. And I think that's the reason is that Xbox, the people at Xbox got cocky. Just like Sony did the previous generation. Just like Sony did. So like, when, and then just like Nintendo did with the Wii U. Yeah, it's it's like every time, like if they're like the number one company, the next system they release, they are super cocky about it. Like, ah, oh, people will buy whatever we sell them. Well, and it's then, interesting. Yeah. The, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, when the PlayStation 3 came out, it was, what, $200 more than the Xbox 360? 599 US dollars. And I believe, I want to say that the Xbox 360 was 399 I think so, yeah. So I think that was a big part of it. Same thing with the Xbox One and PS4. The Xbox One was $100 more expensive than the PS4 when it first came out. Um, So And the the Wii U never really had a chance. But what were you going to say? No, it's interesting. Over the history of video game consoles, no one company has ever had the number one console for more than two generations in a row. Yeah, because we had the... Nintendo did with the NES and Super NES, mm-hmm. PS1 and PS2, and that's it. What about, um, I was going to say the Atari, but yeah, you're right, because the Atari... The 2600 did well, but the 5200 did not. Yeah, and then the 7800 did miserably. Terribly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that was their own fault, because that was the 7800 was, able, was ready to be released in 1984, and they sat on it for years. Yeah, for four years, I think, or something like that. Yeah, or three yeah that years. sounds about right. Yeah, and then they released it, and it's like, oh, hey, the the graphics were comparable to yeah. like the regular Nintendo, but they were not. The audio was crap. It just sounded like eight bit 
or like uh not 8-bit audio but like regular atari like well, atari I was 2600 say, you the audio. atari's sound channel to my to my knowledge and there's a couple games that had their own audio chip built in that sounded Funky good chip. they sounded great ball blazer was one of them do you have was- a 7800 I do. I actually just modded it a few weeks ago. Of course you do. You all, you I'm, have. I'm, I, well, I, I'm only missing from uh, as far as American consoles that were released. I'm missing, I think, seven. Uh, what were those? Uh, let's see. If I go in chronological order, I'm missing an RCA Studio 2. I'm missing a Coleco Telstar. What about the, the Fairchild? I have a Fairchild Channel F. Oh, okay. I have a Bally Astrocade. I have a ColecoVision and Television 5200. Uh, I think we'd have to jump ahead to... I have a Vectrex. We jump ahead to the 90s. I'm missing a CDI. Don't have a CDI. I... Do you have a 3DO? I love 3DO. I have a 3DO. Yeah, I have the uh, the Panasonic uh, front loader one. Oh, oh, uh, the laser... Active. Laser active. No, I don't have a laser active, and I had the opportunity to buy one years ago for three hundred bucks. And uh, I've just never, I've never pulled the trigger. It might still be available. I'd have to ask a friend of mine. Uh, so I'm missing. So there's four. I don't have a laser active. Uh, there's well, the if you want to get your buddy Reeton a Christmas present, a laser active. <laughs> yes. All right. Only six hundred dollars. Oh yeah, and you can play your Genesis titles on it, and maybe Turbo Graphics. That's if you have the compatible if- things. Yes, if you have the compatible uh, packs, they were called. Yes. And let's see. So, yeah, missing the, the the Bandai Pippin, Bandai Apple Pippin, which was an attempt for Apple to make a sort of AirSods game console. Yes, and it did and then, poorly. It, it, no, they're super expensive because it did so poorly over here. You can find a Japanese one pretty easily, and yeah. I thought about buying one, but I just haven't. Um. And then, as far as American stuff goes, then I'm clear up until the... Xbox One. Wii U and Xbox One. Yeah. yeah. A Wii U is good. I would get a Wii U. Yeah, I keep meaning to. I'm just waiting to find a good deal on a boxed one. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Because I, I have a friend who owns a game store, and she said she'll look out for me for a, a boxed one. That's also the... 30, the Is it 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes is the larger one? 64. The, okay, I yeah, say. the black one, right? No, am I right? I don't know. It might be 32. I know, might be there's right. a larger one. Yeah. But, you know. There was 8 and then 32, I think. Okay. Um, I have a friend who works at a thrift store here, and I was talking to her. I told her I got a laser displayer and stuff. And she's like, oh, we get those in here sometimes. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? D- and then and she's like, oh, I didn't think you wanted I'm like, you should just realize that i probably do want anything stupid that comes in here yeah um, kind of weird yeah type of media and she's like we also had this one that it had like it was like a laser disc and it was but it had like cartridges and you would slide it part way in and then it would take the disc out oh. and i was like you had a vcd vc yeah i was like come on yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah i've there's so many things i would like i would like to get also i want to get a uh uh, hey, we look. We switched back to uh, Laserdisc. I want to get. I want to get the HD VCR. Yeah, those are odd. Yeah, they are. And the, I don't think they go for much if you could find one, right? 
Probably not, because there are only 17 movies released for it. Yeah. But it did 1080p on VHS. See, I find that stuff just wild. Me too. Know? It's amazing. Yeah. I assume you've you've seen the Techmoan channel then. Oh yeah, yeah. I watch him oh, all the time. This all, yeah. this all sounds like Techmoan topics. Yes, I uh, I watch him all the time. There's another one that I uh, follow called Technology Connections. I think he's, I've seen that one. He's newer. Guys are um, like thirty-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he talks about all sorts of cool things. And I was gonna ask when he would do a laserdisc video, and then he did a laserdisc video like two days ago. Nice. And I was like, yes. And yeah, I love Laserdisc. It's it's analog too, which is weird. That sound the sound is beautiful. Yes. And there are a bunch of movies that haven't come out on Blu-ray where this is still the best way to get sound. Yes, which is odd to me. I bought a couple of the Hammer films. Oh, nice. Uh they those weren't like Vincent Price and all those guys? Uh yeah, this one is uh they they didn't have Vincent Price or Christopher Lee though, but it was a okay. dual pack. And it had, I believe, it's called uh, "Kiss of the Vampire" in Nightmare. Okay. Yeah, it, they look awesome, and it's in a dual pack with like the the sleeve that opens up. I was also looking at. Um, I don't want a record player. I'm not really into the whole record player thing, mm-hmm. but I did see Think Geek was having a sale on Nerdy Records. Yeah, like, I think uh, Undertale was only like $25. Yeah, they had Undertale, but they also had Persona 5. Oh, was it like the $150 five-disc version? Yes, but it, it was $93. I mean, on one hand, that's still a lot of money. But on the other hand, that's a good value for as much stuff as on that thing. Right, and the, and with it being five, um, or four, it's either four or five, um, vinyl records, yeah, yeah, vinyl records, and how how much is that per record that you're paying? Because you pay twenty five dollars for the one record for Undertale, right? Uh, yeah, what's well, two? It's oh, two. it's a two, but it's usually that's 40, really good. That's really good, actually. You yeah. should get it. I might. Okay, let's talk about the last story here. Okay, since we're talking about old dead things that nobody wants, <laughs> let's switch to the XFL. Ah, yes. Um, why is it coming back? Because I, of Trump's America. I don't know. So the XFL is going to return in 2020 without gimmicks. So that tells me we're actually talking about this in the beginning was uh, there was a, a, a guy who his name was He Hate Me. He Hate Me. I love He Hate Me. And I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the whole without gimmicks things means they're not going to be able to do that. And so what I was explaining to you, yeah, what I was explaining to you was that on the jerseys they didn't have to have their names, so they could have whatever they wanted on there. And so somebody chose he hate me as his name. (laughs) I don't know why. Well, no, I, I when when we were talking about that earlier, I actually looked up the the video of the inaugural game for the XFL, which is still on YouTube because nobody cares. And they find he hate me. Like, it, have you seen the the, the video I, of this? I did. I did. Yes. It's broadcast like a wrestling match. It is. It is. And it's it's completely incongruous. And this one guy is like, "What's this guy have on his shirt? Is it he hate me?" 
What does that mean? And then they go down to the field, and they're like, excuse me, Mr. Me, may I ask, <laughs> what's going on with the back of your shirt? Why does it say he hate me? And the guy just goes, because he hate me. No, he hate me. <laughs> it's amazing. And, oh man, this is going to be awful. So I'm thinking, oh, it's a train wreck. I'm thinking that it's not going to last very long. No. But um, Vince McMahon, there were a few things that he was saying in the call that was really dumb. So one of the things was people were asking, okay, what's this? Uh, like, right now we have this whole controversy with uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling when the national anthem is playing. How dare he use his right to protest? Exactly. And Vince McMahon was like, everyone's going to stand for the national anthem. <sighs> Shut up, Vince. And it's like, oh, come on, man. You have to... You, The reason why... And, and this is getting into a political thing, but fuck it. Uh, the reason why people protest like that is because it's the biggest platform. Yes. You have millions of people watching you. Now, if I did this while I was at like a train station, probably <laughs> not going to get as much attention. Yeah, just also people assume is tying his shoe for a very long time. Yeah. Also, the national anthem doesn't really play during when you're at a train station. Not yet, my friend. Not yet, but uh, we are making America great again, so maybe we are. We'll just walk outside, and that's going to be the the trillion dollar infrastructure deal will actually just be putting giant speakers on all telephone poles to play the national anthem out of at all times. Can't wait to hack those. <laughs> so that's one thing. But there's also th- one of the reasons why Vince McMahon wants to do this is that there's seven months out of the year where football's not happening. Yes. And so the theory is to say, okay, for those seven months, instead of watching the NFL, you could watch the XFL. And right. uh, it's also games are going to play uh, take place on Sundays. There's going to be eight different teams, all of which are owned by the league. So there's not going to be any private owners of teams. It's going they're all going to be owned by Vince McMahon, basically. Which some people were commenting on, like, oh, the salaries are going to be low. Which probably, yeah, compared to NFL, oh, they're yeah. going to be low. But you also have to remember that. Yes, us remember back back when NFL started, but back when the NFL started, it had the same thing. Like nobody owned their own football team when NFL first started, and then it grew into what it is today. And Over so, the course of seventy years, yes, exactly. Uh, it has it's been longer than seventy years. I thought. I'm sure. Yeah. That was like arbitrary number. But yeah, over the years it's grown so people have private ownership of teams, blah blah blah. It's this giant behemoth. And but still technically a nonprofit. Yeah, right. Um I don't know if the XFL is going to do well. Actually, I do know. It's going to do terrible. It's going to be shut I down in like 2 years. Do well. No. Yeah. It's it's he tried this before. Yeah. Remember we tried this before. At the peak of that was that was a wrestling peak. Yes, wrestling was huge when he tried it, and everybody knew who Vince McMahon was. Now the average person, not so much. So, 
I'm just trying to trying to formulate what I'm going to say. Remember, you've done this. Everyone's done this once. I had an ex-girlfriend. Ah, yes. And we I'm... dated for a while. Okay. And then we broke up because she's crazy. I have done that. Yeah. And then a few months later, we started talking again and we uh... got back together. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be better this time, baby. Different. It's gonna be, it's yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah. And then everything blew up again. Yeah. Yes, I can relate. Th- this is what's gonna happen to the XFL. Vince McMahon's like, I dated her 18 years ago. <laughs> it it didn't work out then. It was there was a lot now of things she's against me. Yeah. Now she now she's 36. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe things will work better. And so. You know, he's going out there and he's he's trying to make it work again. And you know, it's gonna it's it's gonna be good for a while. Like the first the first night, it's gonna do really well. It'll like sell ev- out the first game. Yeah, everything's gonna sell out. They're gonna be like, Oh man, everything's gonna work out great. The sex was amazing. And then the next time it's just gonna get a little worse. A little yeah. worse until the XFL dies a miserable, miserable death again. Yeah. And then nobody yeah. will want to pursue the XFL again because it's the fucking XFL. The extreme football league. <laughs> yes. Like, even that's dumb. It like, is. Dated. Like, and here's, okay, here's the thing that I don't get. He's announced it for 2020. So this guy is saying that by 2020 there will be less of a backlash against Trumpism because we're already seeing it now. And my guess is by 2020, it's going to grow. You know, I dare I dream. I don't see him getting elected for a second term. No. So Vince McMahon is making this thing that is effectively made to capture the same uh, zeitgeist that was present in early November of 2016. So there yeah. are there are a few things to talk about. Um, one thing that he is actually one of the big rules, which I actually kind of agree with, is that Vince McMahon is saying that if you have a criminal record, you won't be able to play in the league. That's good. Um, also, if you there's going to be a very strict wellness policy, so if you have any drugs, you won't be able to play in the league. Oh. I just... I mean, this is you're coming from wrestling. Those guys aren't on drugs. Um, act- actually, so and and to defend WWE, okay. Um, they do have a very strict wellness policy right now, and they're drug tested at least three or four times a year. Um, and if like there have been people who have been suspended for thirty days for smoking synthesized pot. Wow. So they they really do, uh, you know, do pretty good wellness policy stuff with right. the WWE. I'll now. Corrected, I was unaware of that. Um, yeah, in the nineties they didn't obviously so much, uh, and yeah. in the in the eighties, um, a little known thing is that in the eighties steroids weren't illegal until like eighty seven, eighty eight. Huh. Um, and so that was a bit of a thing. Also, and this is a big thing for me. Is that people will go out and say, "Oh, wrestling's fake. All look, all that's fake," but yet they get condemned if they do steroids. 
Yeah. It's not like it's like it's not like they're doing real competition. Yeah, I for me the whole wrestling's fake argument always kind of fell flat because yes, it's it's all staged. However, I don't care how staged it is. Those are impressive things to do. Yeah. You know? Like that takes a lot of physical endurance. Well done, wrestlers. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I mean there's thing I'm going to go watch the Royal Rumble after this podcast. So that's going to be yeah, awesome. I- and I've actually, in the past week and a half, I can't believe I'm saying this, gotten really into this YouTube wrestling channel. That wrestling is... with Regret. No, I don't know that one. This oh, is a different one. You should watch Wrestling with Regret. He's really good. I'm watching Silly Super Pop. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, have you heard of that one? I have not. It's nuts. Like, it's crazy. They've got, like, almost a million subscribers. Yeah. It's like 950,000. Like, yeah, there's there's um there's quite a few. So I watch uh, Wrestling with Regret. Um Dave knows wrestling who's really small. And okay. then I used to watch one called um The Whole Effin Show, but I stopped watching it because I learned that a few years ago when Bobby Heenan, Bobby the Brain Heenan, you know him? Know of him? I know the name. When Bobby the Brain Heenan got cancer, he got uh throat cancer. And they did the same thing they had to do with Ebert. Okay. And they, like, removed his jaw. Okay. And so they, like, rebuilt his jaw, but it it just, he was never the same after that. And these people were making shirts that had the logo was, like, Bobby Heenan's repaired jaw. And it just had, like, a picture of, like, a, a repaired jaw on it. And so they were making fun of his cancer. That's kind of really tasteless. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to go immediately unsubscribe from these people. Yeah. So is that like a... Sh- is Are these Utah channels about wrestling, or are they their own little leagues? So Wrestling With Regret, it, th- these are their own little shows that they... It's like uh, that guy with the glasses. Okay. The one I'm talking about is a league. Oh. Like this, dude, this dude and some friends in Jersey... They have their own league, and it's it's cheesy and it's it's low budget, but like it's so earnest. Yeah, that makes sense. Like they're just they're going all in, and it's a lot of fun. Like it's semi improvised, and there's like hardly any cuts. That's but, like, awesome. They, they introduced this one guy, and there are two things that made me completely on board. This guy's like, "Oh, where's your partner? Where is he? Well, you oh, you changed your name to his last name. Were you guys gay?" And this guy from off the camera goes, what's wrong with being gay? And the guy's like, nothing, nothing. I just couldn't figure out why else they would change their last name. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching um, WWE once, and some guy uh, yells at Chris Jericho. And he's like, go back to Toronto. And Chris Jericho just turns and he's like, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, stuff like that. There was another wrestler on there. And this is, at this point, I was completely sold. This guy walks out with this giant hat, and he looks like he is, uh, like, old-world European Jewish. And I can't totally tell if he's old-world European Jewish or just from old-world Europe, right? Oh, yeah. Because he's got old-world European music as his entrance music, which all the all the entrance music is just done in, like, iMovie or whatever afterwards. Yeah. And the balance is not entirely there. But he's wrestling, and then... During this rumble, he just yells out at the top of his lungs, The Chosen People's Elbow! <laughs> that elbow drops him. I, yeah, I'm going to send you the link later because... That sounds great. 
fantastically odd. Yeah. Um, they had I saw Macaulay Culkin got into a wrestling <laughs> ring at an indie show. That rules. And uh, did some Home Alone things, like he used like a bucket or something. That's great. and like yeah, and they like whacked it into like someone's balls or something like that. Yeah, it was it was some Home Alone stuff, but it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so old like there's a lot of independent wrestling. There's a guy who wrestles mainly in like southern states, and, and he wrestles in the independent scene. And his gimmick is that he's a, a progressive liberal. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so like he 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 gets hate from being like everyone should have universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the silliest thing. But yeah. he he's able to get it because he knows his audience. Right. Um I really I'm I'm you know Vince McMahon is throwing 100 million dollars at this new that project. Doesn't seem like enough to make it get off the ground. It doesn't. But I'm sure he's going to get investors and stuff. Sure. So he's throwing a hundred million dollars at this project. He even admits that it's going to cost more than a hundred million dollars to to fund this in the long run. But I th- I'm hoping it does well. Like I don't want to wish like all these people like n- negative things. I don't want to say yeah, you know, it's going to be awful and and stuff. But I just don't know where the audience is. I mean, I know where the audience is, and they're in the states that I try not to visit. Oh, right, right. So, uh, South Carolina. South Carolina's got nice parts. That's I'm true. Like maybe, uh, let's see, uh, Alabama, Mississippi. Tennessee. You know, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee's got Memphis. Memphis. That's true. Cool. That's true. Um, but, like, you know, I, I, I'm thinking these will all be red counties. If not red states, red counties. I mean, there's people everywhere that like football. Even in Oregon, it's a there's football's huge, and I don't yeah. get it. So we have two colleges. One's called uh, Oregon State University, and one's the University of Oregon. I know one of them's the Ducks, right? One's the Ducks, and the other one's the Beavers. Okay. And every year they have a game that they play against each other, and it's called right. the Civil War game, and people okay. freak out about it. Like it's called the Civil War game in a state that didn't exist when the Civil War was fought. Right. Yes, there was that. But it's a Civil War because we're in the same state and we're playing. Sure, yeah, yeah, I get it. But people freak out about it. Like, if you if you are in, um, what is it, Corvallis? That's where the beavers are. And if you want to, like, if you support the ducks when you're in Corvallis, you're going to get in trouble. Like, not in trouble, but, like, people are going to be, like, hounding you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, I've heard of people, like, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my my brother uh, likes the ducks and I like the beavers, so I kicked him out of my house for the week. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's, they take it way too seriously. And I noticed that for games like the Civil War or the Super Bowl, uh, people on Facebook will just keep going on and on about like, oh, I can't believe this happened in the Civil yeah. War, and I can't believe this happened in the Super Bowl. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. 
And so I was watching a wrestling pay-per-view, and I just kept going on about different things that were happening in the wrestling pay-per-view, and I lost two friends. (laughs) (laughs) Two people unfollowed me because of it. (laughs) That's intense. It really is. So, and then there was a... There were a few people on my... Because I like wrestling, and I tweet about it. And there were yeah. a couple of people who liked wrestling and followed me, because, and we started following each other and talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the wrestlers uh, got into a little bit of trouble because it appears he may have cheated on his wife. Okay. And one of the people I followed <clears throat> was like, hey, we should all like keep our nose out of his business. Like That's a personal thing. It doesn't affect the wrestling or anything like that. And I messaged, I just sent a reply that was like, well, to be fair, if he would have kept his nose out of other people's business, he might not be in this situation. And, and so she didn't like that remark, and so she unfollowed me. Fair enough. Yeah. So, are you going to watch the XFL? Uh, hmm. <laughs> the answer, no. I, well, I don't, I don't have, a, a, if it's on something streaming, maybe I would, you know? I don't have I don't have cable. I don't really watch TV aside from streaming or episodes of Cops. I wouldn't be surprised if it did streaming. That's part of what he, uh, Vince McMahon was saying was oh, that because he's, he's got the WWE network, right? Yeah, and what he was saying was that there are a lot of um, there's a lot of different avenues for promoting the product that there weren't in 2000. So streaming yes. video, uh, like Even YouTube. Splitter. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, he does say, he says right here, he says, quite frankly, I looked at a number of things, but nothing resonated like the XFL. There's only so many things that have the FL on the end, and then those are already taken. But we aren't going to uh, have much what the F- XFL had, including the cheerleaders, who aren't really part of the game anymore. The audience wants entertainment with football, and that's what we're going to give them. So they're not going to have cheerleaders? I guess? So what's just going to be another football league cuz okay so i cuz after this announcement i looked through a few things right and apparently the xfl when it first came out in 2001 which again had hype you know wrestling was huge yada 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 they had trouble not only sniping t- uh players from nfl teams apparently yeah. they had trouble <laughs> trouble sniping players from cfl teams the canadian football league wow yeah, like apparently they were people were like, "Nah, this I'm I'm pretty good here at the Canadian Football League." So that's something. And I mean, this and there's also the Arena Football League. Like, have you ever seen an Arena Football League game? No. Neither have I, but it's been around for years. Yeah, you know? so so the, John the, Bon Jovi partially owns one of the teams. Yeah, the last thing I want to say about this is that this last paragraph actually brings a little bit of hope for me. Just to separate it from, because the original XFL had so much wrestling in it that it yes. did have a bunch of wrestling fans who watched the first episode. Like me, I watched the first episode of XFL because I was like, hey, the rock's on there. That's awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but it says uh, that McMahon told reporters, unlike the XFL, he doesn't have any plans to be visible during the league's games. Uh, so he doesn't plan on being there like as like the announcer or anything like that. Or as and Mr. McMahon. Right. And he said that there will be no crossover with the league and WWE. So I, 
make it its own entity because I think part of it was it was it was airing during the NFL. Yeah. So uh, this the XFL is going to be airing on the off season. So the those seven months when the NFL is not airing. So that's a that's a plus in its favor. Um. Also, it's not going to have crossover with WWE, so you aren't going to get those WWE fans who watch it for WWE people. Right. So it's gonna. They're trying to make it its own thing, which I think is better than trying to say, "Okay, let's get you know The Rock on here or John Cena or something to support this." So they're they're trying to just like diversify, and that might it might do better. I'm thinking it's going to do better than the XFL originally did, but it's still not going to last more than like two seasons. Yeah, it's. I just I, I don't get it. And what's funny either. is, like, we're talking about it now. Do you really see anybody talking about this until 2020 again? <laughs> well, that's you when know? it's coming out. It's 2020. That, that's what I mean, though. In the interim, do you see anybody else being like, hey, I wonder what the XFL is up to? I know. And it's going to be Let's 20. Check. It'll be 20 years after the XFL originally launched. Which is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. Also, know? to know, Vince McMahon is 70 yeah. And like, he's going to be 72 by the time this comes out. Yeah, it's weird. It's all very very weird. All right. So anyway, we should we should wrap this up and say where can we find you Earl Gray the 3rd? I can be found at shockingly Earl Gray 3rd on Twitter. That's E A R L G R A Y T G I R D on Twitter. I can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash St. Aspartame. That's S-T-A-S-P-A-R-T-A-M-E. And uh, that's pretty much it for now. And and just fly a bunch of airlines. Just keep flying different airlines until you Fly all the airlines you can. Maybe I'll be on one. Exactly. (laughs) And you can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm at Reeton on Twitch. I'm at Reeton on Twitter. I'm at Reeton on Mixer. I'm at Reeton Entertainment or Reeton on YouTube. And you can find me at ReetonEntertainment.com. That's where I post all my podcasts. You can also find my podcasts at Google Play and iTunes. All you have to do is type in Reeton Podcast into the search. Or if you're on like YouTube or you're on my website, you can go to the link below. Click on that and press the subscribe button. That way it gets downloaded to your Android or iOS device uh, whenever the podcast is uploaded almost every Sunday. Thank you for being here, Earl Gray the Third. Third. Thank you for having me. Glad to be back. All right. And we will see you maybe next week. Goodbye. Perhaps.